Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. W209 in Cincinnati. I'm Dan Carroll. If you're just tuning in, we call this the Early Morning Outpost. Got a lot of suggestions from listeners. Had about... Uh, Chip, did you ever see that list? We had we wound up with about 60 possibilities. I was going to say it was like 60 or 70. Yeah. It was, it was right at... So it was either 59 or 58 or 60. I sort of lost count, but it was a good-sized list. And then uh, I was kind of hoping you would have been here the other... You weren't here the other night when we went through there. Because I wanted you to have a little bit of a say in it, because you're here in the overnight sometimes. So you got to work on the show. It's good if, if uh, you have a little input. But uh, Jeff and I sat down and we went through the list, whittled it down to three different names, and uh, we took votes all night long that night from, from Thursday into Friday and came up with the early morning outpost. Not bad. That was the overwhelming favorite. So here we are. The early And so yesterday was our first uh, run with the early morning outpost, and now we have day number two. So I want to thank cool. everyone, everyone. We had a lot of input on that from the callers. Thank you very much. Right. That, was, uh, that was pretty uh, – I think one of them was like the night shift. I think there, there were some goofy ones too. There were, there were a few of them. <laughs> a few of them, uh, you know, in, in, so in, a few of them were a little wordy. So you, but you got to have something just rolls off the tongue. Right. Like the early morning outpost. Sounds perfect. So here we are. So that's what we call it. Uh, did you know the death penalty is becoming a thing again? There was a federal execution of a guy in Arkansas uh, who when, uh, he, he committed his crime in 1994 and just wound up getting executed uh, this past Thursday. That long on death row. Yeah. That's insane. So from 1994. It's like 26 years. To 2000. Yeah. Your math is pretty good. Wow. Yeah. So for 26 years, we carried this scumbag. And he finally got what he but, and and think about this. Does it this, this issue, the death penalty, never came up during the course of the presidential campaign? Who out there right now can tell me what is Joe Biden's position on the death penalty? Think about that. Call in and let me know. In the meantime, we're gonna see what Eagles got for us this morning. Eagle, how are you doing this morning? I'm all right. I'm all right. Eagle, are you backing up? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, you got to – are you working right now? No, no, no. My uh, air brake is on. Uh, I got to turn the thing on. That's what you hear that uh, – <laughs> you hear the beep sound? Yeah, it's beeping like beeping like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My air brake is on. Hold on for me to turn this down. My air brake off right quick. Wow. <laughs> you know, as long as, as long as you've been doing this, I think you would know a little radio etiquette by this time. I mean, hey, I gotta do it. Hey, I gotta do what the trucks say, man. The truck, the damn uh, buzzer go out. Ain't nothing I can do with that. There's nothing. Okay, you can now, do about it. okay, I'm, okay, I'm ready now. Sounded like you you were you were backing into a dock or something. No, beep, beep, back it up, back it up. Come on, man. 
Now, uh, like I say, this uh, beeper goes off in the truck uh, every couple of hours for some reason. Right. Okay, yeah, I'm ready now. I think you, you were in now? Texas. I think you were in Texas the last time we talked. Now you're in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, I'm rolling. Um, yeah, I'm rolling up your way right now. I gotta be at. Um, unfortunately, I gotta be in Kentucky on Monday morning. So yeah, I'm headed to. I'm headed well, if you're in Tennessee right now. right now, that's a that's a walk in the park right there. Oh yeah, yeah, I ain't that Tennessee to Kentucky. Want, that's nothing to it. You can do that standing on your head. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to hurry and get there and watch a couple of uh, NFL games tomorrow. So I wanted to be able to watch the ball game because on Thanksgiving Day it looked like uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, celebrate with my family. You know, not not everybody's gonna show up. You know, due to the uh, coronavirus, but right. you know, I want to I want to talk about that again. I talked about it last night, but you know something, Dan? If you listen to uh, the television announcers and the radio as I'm driving, you would think it was you would think it was the end of the world the way these people are talking. There, you know, the NBC News they showed a, um, a news clip today, and they said all the airports are full with people traveling for Thanksgiving. They're mad about it. They're saying that the American people are going to pay the price in two or three weeks because they said it takes two or three weeks for the virus to infect your body, and then if you can't fight it off, then you'll uh, kill you. So they're saying they're expecting that. They're trying to scare people again, saying that in two or three weeks after Christmas, we're going to have a lot of people uh, going to the hospital and people dying. What do you you think about that? Well, you know, what upsets me is that so much of the way things are reported, uh, they they try to convey an undertone or they try to convey a message when when the way they report the numbers. So if you're just a casual viewer, when you hear – uh, when you hear the the very serious tone and the way those numbers are reported, that there was a hundred and seventy thousand cases reported today, they they create the impression that all those cases are going to wind up being deaths, and I and I yeah. think that's what a, a lot of people just uh, just kind of. It's, I don't. I don't want to say subliminal, but they just kind of get that. You kind of absorb that. You, you hear this reported all day, every day, every newscast. Wuhan coronavirus, blah blah, all, every day, and it soaks in. It soaks in, and and you and people who I, I know there's people who don't have time to pay attention to every single newscast and dig into the minutiae like I do every day. But that's the that it just seems like there's a concerted effort. To make you think that when they report these numbers, they want to kind of convey this message that Donald Trump is responsible for everyone catching the virus and all these people are going to die and it's his fault. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Donald Trump made the comment a long time ago, uh, Dan, seven, eight months ago, when they wanted Donald Trump to start doing more tests. Just like Trump said, the more people who get a test, guess what? The more people that are going to test positive. For some reason, the news media can't figure that out. You know what? When I drive in, when I drive in from my house to the radio station, it's about uh, a 20, 25-minute drive. I drive by no less than four different places that have signs outside that say coronavirus testing. So that so I could get four tests on my way in to the radio station. Well, if it wasn't after the curfew, but it, during the course of the day. So yeah, so testing 
You can get tested. I know there, there's people getting tested all over the place. So it only makes sense that you have more cases with more tests. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Trump said that a long time ago. Like I said, seven or eight months ago when the virus first got to the U.S., the more testing you do, the more people you're going to have test positive or negative. It don't matter. But you're going you're gonna to have more people, uh, more numbers. And so, but... But see, like I said, they trying to scare the hell out of people. You know, I talk to people all the time, Dan, you know, and they, I talk to some people that are scared to leave their home. They say the only time they leave their home, you know, these are older people, you know, is when they go shopping to the Walmart and then they go straight back home because they're so intimidated and scared of what these people are saying on TV, you know, but you know, somebody like me and other people who's out here every day, you know, working and doing what they got to do, you, you know, you can't be afraid to leave your home, but they got people afraid to leave their home right now. It's a shame what's going on. Not all, and then, you know, getting to the other aspect of the deal is all the job people that they're putting out of work right now. You know, California, you know, this guy out here, you know, I, I used to live in California, Dan, a long time ago, about 10, 15 years ago, you know, before it became a communist uh, country. But, uh, you know, that's, that's basically what it is, is a communist uh, state right now. But, uh, you know, you look at the governor out there, Gavin Newsom, this idiot is trying to now he's trying to say he wants a curfew. They telling people let me ask you something, Dan, I already know what you're gonna say. How is telling somebody that they can't leave they have to be in their home by ten o'clock at night from ten to five in the morning, how is that gonna stop the coronavirus by telling somebody they can't leave their home after ten o'clock at night? I have no idea. I have no and and the the rules they make for the restaurants and every place else, I don't know how any of that stuff is is effective in any sort of way. The the to my way of thinking the only way you're going to prevent this stuff from spreading is if everyone just takes their own personal responsibility and does what's you, look, we, we have a problem in Cincinnati right now. We have council members, uh, a guy named uh, PG Sittenfeld, who I call PG Flippenfeld uh, because he flipped on the streetcar issue, uh, got busted and arrested by the feds for taking bribes. Okay. He's walking around trying to, trying to, uh, prove he's he's uh, got a you know a big swing in Johnson at at City Hall and he can uh, do do things for these developers if they uh, if they if they grease him by putting money in in his political action committee. So he's he got busted, and doggone I just lost my train of thought. But it, he was so he's uh, so he's in City Council, and and that's a problem that we have here with him. Okay, so. I know, doggone it! I just forgot I was going to make a good point there. How this related to the coronavirus, and I forgot yeah. what I was going to say. Get back to what well, you were talking well, about, Eagle. Well, well, I'll make a good point again. Uh, listen, these these uh, these shutdowns of these restaurants. Uh, and these these uh, so-called curfews, it makes absolutely no sense, uh, sense uh, Dan. Uh, they they putting people out of business. They putting people out of work. All over, um, all over, and, and most of it are occurring. It's no, it's no coincidence that all these things are occurring in mainly Democratic really run states uh, by these people like Michigan and uh, you know um, uh, California and states states like this. this. This is where these type of things are going on at. Because down in Texas, where I live at. Like, 
like I told you last night, the governor of Texas, Abbott, he's not shutting down nothing. He's allowing everything in Texas is still wide open. Yeah, he's standing strong. Yeah, he is standing strong. We might pay the, you know, we might pay the price in a couple of weeks. I don't know in Texas. Maybe, maybe all these businesses that open, maybe all these people go get a corona. I don't know. But for right now, the man is keeping the businesses open so these people can continue to earn it and make it a living. Eagle, Eagle, Eagle. Can you hang on? Can you hang on? We got to get to a break. Yeah, no All right, problem. stay right, stay right there. No, now I remember what I want to say. So we have these problems at, at city council. All right, so we've got uh, Flippenfeld, we've got Pastor, and we've got uh, Tamaya Denard. All of them got arrested on bribery charges. All right. So here's the thing. Now we have council members who want to do something. Who want to have? They want to have seminars. They want to have briefings. They want to have, uh, you know, maybe pass some new laws. You can't legislate. That sort of that, that's a human failing. That's a human condition when people do that kind of stuff. You can you can't legislate that out of the human condition. So you, you can take all these steps to try and prevent that from happening. They may be effective to a point. But if someone wants to get in a position of power and take money to sell their vote to either try to impress someone that they're a big shot or just so they can have the, that additional sort of power for themselves and sell out to people, you can't legislate that out. So all the legislation that's going to come or the rules that come from the governor's office or Washington, D.C., or Joe Biden wants to have mandates across the country, that you can have all the, all the rules and mandates you want, but it doesn't change the human condition. And that's the point I was trying to make. Sorry I lost my train of thought on that, but that happens sometimes. 222, I'm late for a break on the early morning outpost, 700 WLW. Since you started, what you've loved about trucking is the freedom. Heading out on your favorite route, a good driving song, and thinking about trucking. Well, Talking Heads, Take Me to the River. It's a great song. I love that song. I got this, I could listen to that groove all day long. Ba-na-da. So I've got... They don't know. They don't do it like that anymore. So I've got uh, CNN on the monitor, and I'm watching CNN, and they're talking about Trump, and he went and played golf. But I, I guess the G20 summit is going on, and so the G20 during their summit today talked about the Wuhan coronavirus, and so Trump is playing golf while the G20 people are talking about the Wuhan coronavirus. And they're all bent out of shape because guess what? Well, the president wasn't there. Chances are someone from his administration was there, at least monitoring, paying attention, maybe taking a few notes. And you know what? So what? So what if he wasn't there? He's already done way more on the coronavirus than anyone else has done. I mean, we are on the verge of having, think about that. We're on the verge of having a vaccine come out. Plans are already in place for the distribution. Plans are already in place for the pilot distribution, for the test run. Going to get it out, start administering it, find out the best way to get that done, and then boom, it's going to, before you know it, it's going to be all over the country. I mean, a huge logistical issue. And it's already in place. And, of course, you know, Joe Biden's going to come in and try and take credit for it all, or else he'll say something was wrong with it. And 
And, you know, they'll make a political football out of that. But so what? If, if the Trumpster wants to go play golf after the kind of crap he's been through, play, play golf to your heart's content. 36 holes a day. I don't care. You know what I mean, Eagle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, say the Trumpster no, can play all the golf he wants. No, no, I have no problem with him playing golf. The man, he can't stay in the White House 24 hours a day, you know, focusing on the coronavirus and focusing on how the hell he's going to overturn this election that he got ripped off on. He has to relax his mind. I want those same people, those same people that's complaining about Donald Trump playing golf. I wonder what they're doing. What are they doing to stop the coronavirus? You know, I, I'm getting fed up with these people. I keep hearing people say that Trump's not doing this, Trump's not doing that. Well, well, what have you done? And I'm talking to the people that's listening to your show tonight or, or any other, anybody else that's concerned about what Trump is doing. What, are, what have you done to stop the coronavirus? Where's your vaccine at? Since you say that Trump shouldn't be playing, playing golf and he's not concerned about the virus. What, what have you done to stop the virus? That's what I tell people when I that I come in contact on a, on a daily basis when I hear them have the nerve to say that Trump is not doing enough. Well, Eagle, in, what, in large part, them, what what if they what if they where is their vaccine that they says they so smart? Where's your vaccine? You're exactly at? right. In large part, those other countries they can sit around and talk about it, but you know what? They're all sitting around, and what do they what do they do? Oh, they they've all got their hand out saying, "Hey, uh, United States, you're making a vaccine." What are they saying? We want ours. We want some. Send send yep. some our way. That that's what they're doing. And well, you know what? And you know what? The United Dan. States is going to send it. We're going to send it to them eventually. But we oh, but we get it. Yeah, they'll get they'll uh, get the vaccine. They'll get the vaccine. But we're first. Oh yeah. You listen. Donald Trump has set a record. This has been done in less than a year. Do you realize how long? Normally in the past, to, for a vaccine to come out for a, a virus such as this, it would probably take years for this vaccine to get the market. This vaccine is going to come out in less than 12 months. Donald Trump is going to have a virus on the scene uh, to try to stop this deal. And maybe at the maybe in December, they said on the radio today, the middle of December, once they get the emergency. Uh, What's the use of this thing? They could be on the street by if December. And I and I and I promise you this: Joe Biden, if he was the president right now, he wouldn't have got the job done. I, I, I guarantee you, he wouldn't have got he wouldn't have got a vaccine out in less than a year. That guy can't he can't even remember what his name is, let alone get a vaccine out for the coronavirus. It's uh, Donald Trump has performed miracles with Operation Warp Speed to get this vaccine on the street, and he deserves the credit. And for and it pisses me off when I hear people try to give the credit to Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden has done absolutely nothing for, to stop the coronavirus. Yeah, you know, when I was at the uh, grocery store uh, earlier in the day, uh, I was, you know, you go to the checkout and, the, the, you know, they got all the magazines, the People magazine and all that kind of stuff. I, I, there was at least three or four magazine covers that had Biden's and Kamala's picture on it. So it, it's an absolute love fest. You know, they're talking about how great Joe Biden. He hasn't done anything yet. He hasn't done anything in Washington for 50 years. No, he hasn't. And he hasn't done, done anything, anything yet, but yet he's getting all this love on all these magazine covers talking about, uh, oh, President Joe Biden. Well, it's going to be great. Come on. 
It's absolutely ridiculous. Eagle, no, we got to run. He hasn't done. He hasn't done absolutely nothing. And he's they trying to give Biden the credit for the coronavirus vaccine. Donald Trump is the only man that deserves credit for this because he's in the White House. He's been pushing the, the pharmaceutical places to get a vaccine out. Like I told you before a few minutes ago, it would have took years in the past. It might have took two or three years, maybe longer than that, to get a vaccine out coronavirus if Donald Trump wasn't in the White House pushing these people. And it would have came out before the election. Well, you you seem to disagree with me on that. Well, uh, I'm not saying I disagree. I'm saying I don't know all the I don't know all the facts about it. I'm not I'm not willing to say that it was withheld. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. To come out after the election. I'm just not, if if I knew more about it, then I would be more certain about it, but I'm just not. I know there's a lot of speculation about that it was being withheld, uh, be, you know, because of the uh, the election. But I don't know. I don't know if that's true, so I haven't commented on it. Eagle, we got to run. We got to get to news. But you be uh, have a, a great night there in Tennessee. Late for the news. Let's do it now on 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. A suit filed in Pennsylvania by Julian. Early morning outpost, 240 in Cincinnati. So I called up my pal Johnny Walker and his brothers Black and Red. I drink alone with George Thurgood. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. You know, one of the most frustrating things ever since the election and uh, what appears to have been uh, all these irregularities in the election is the lack of curiosity by the media into what the hell happened. Because you you just look at all the indicators we had before the election, the huge turnout at the Trump rallies, uh, Joe Biden unable to draw flies, uh, the the huge rallies that uh, you talk about grassroots. You know, we had rallies here in, in Cincinnati on 275, the Beltway, the Loop, all the way around 275. Not put together by the Trump campaign, not put together by the Hamilton or the Claremont or the Butler County Republican parties. No, put on just by ordinary citizens who decided, you know what, let's put a post on Facebook and see if people want to, uh, you know, decorate their cars and drive around 275. I know the first one, 50,000, 50,000 people come out to celebrate President Trump. 
And then a few weeks later, there was another one, and that turnout might have even been bigger. And these things, the boat rallies. How, how much video did you see the, the boat rallies in Florida and other places? People decorating their boats. So you had all that going into the election. Then we have the election. And the basic timeline is this, and you know it well by now, that the vote counting stopped right around, what, between midnight and 2 a.m. So where did it stop? Stopped in Michigan, stopped in Wisconsin, stopped in Pennsylvania, stopped in, uh, in Arizona, Nevada, North Carolina, Georgia. Why did it stop? Then we see all these irregularities, reports of uh, truckloads of ballots coming in in the middle of the night, voting machines that uh, flip votes in, uh, in, the, in the one, the first case that came out was in, uh, in Georgia, 6,000 votes that were marked uh, for Trump went to Biden. Oh, then they pretend like it never happened. All these stories about the voting machines. There's a basic rule of, uh, that's been in place for places like CNN and MSNBC and all the mainstream media ever since Trump came into office. And that basic rule of thumb is that if the story has in, in any way can benefit Trump, we don't run it. Conversely, if the story can hurt Trump, make him look bad, uh, maybe create some confusion, create some doubt into the administration, create doubt to the legitimacy of his presidency, and that was a big one. If there is something they could put out there to undermine this whole notion that he's an illegitimate president, then they would run that story. So uh, a video came across my Twitter feed uh, earlier in the night, and I'm going to set this up. Uh, the, the anchor is uh, Ali Velshi, and if that name sounds familiar, uh, you may recall in the summer when the riots were going on, it was him who was out in the field standing in front of a giant burning building. It might have been an auto zone or something but a good-sized building, completely engulfed in flames. And he's the one saying, you know what? Now, this is mostly peaceful riot out here. He was the guy. He, he was the, one of the first to uh, use that term, mostly peaceful, while there's a, a building being burned down uh, just uh, about 50 yards behind him. So he's the anchor in this clip, and he's speaking with uh, a guy named Jake Ward, who is their uh, technology correspondent. And Jake Ward is at a convention of sorts, where a bunch of computer uh, eggheads have gotten together and they're looking at these voting machines. And, and as this guy talks, you'll hear a familiar name that we've been talking about ever since the election. And they're very concerned, MSNBC is at this point, well, can these machines be manipulated? Can these machines be hacked? And that's what they're talking about in this clip. It runs well, about two minutes, by about two minutes here. Let's give this a, list, a listen. This was from 2019 on MSNBC. Already in use. Jacob, tell me who these hackers are and what they're finding. This is a very paranoid scene here, Ali. We're among some of the greatest hacking minds in the country, people who've been brought together by uh, uh, you know, above-board companies to try to be as creative as they can and as insidious as they can in attacking systems like you see behind me. These are some of the most common systems used as of 2018 in elections, and so they're here to really test this stuff out. All righty. 
vulnerability that they discovered? Well, one of the big vulnerabilities we're definitely seeing here is, is just the, the incredible, the, the dated nature of this technology. It is extremely old. A lot of it dates from the 90s. And what's one of the most alarming things to me is that a lot of the equipment you see behind me, well, in fact, all of the equipment you see behind me was not, in fact, provided by the companies. Companies like ES&S and Dominion, which are the top manufacturers of voting equipment, they had to buy this stuff on eBay and through government surpluses. That's what the organizers told me. Here. And so the, the idea that we have to sort of pull this stuff in in order to be to, to test it out without the cooperation of the companies involved is, is really quite alarming. But considering the kind of sophistication I've seen, we have all of our phones off. Uh, you know, even the wait staff here in Las Vegas has been told not to have their phones on while this conference is going on. Uh, you know, the idea that they're going to then go at this kind of data equipment is pretty long. Uh, Jake, cybersecurity companies, companies that are involved in this banking, they, they spend billions of dollars on cybersecurity. Are the kinds of resources necessary to protect voting systems available to election officials in this country? Well, this is what's so alarming about being here is that you see teams literally of hundreds of hackers in the employ of companies like IBM to be a sort of uh, think tank, a skunk works, you know, for discovering uh, the, the latest trends in hacking. Well, an election official barely has the money for a single IT consultant, much less anybody coming in to try to imagine what could go wrong if we went at these guys. So uh, for me, the, the gap here between the billions being spent on cybersecurity across the country by private actors and the fact that... They had to buy these this equipment on eBay just to test it out. I think that tells you everything you need to know. Wow. So MSNBC had a correspondent at this uh, really a, a geek fest. And I mean that in the best way possible. A lot of these computer uh, uh, you know, intellectuals consider themselves geeks because they, they spend time with computers all the time. So they're there. They've got the voting machines. And they are rooting around for the best way to hack these machines. Why? Because MSNBC, but it seems like they were concerned about voter fraud. That was in 2019. Because, you see, they can spin that to talk about how Trump would have his people in there to, uh, you know, maybe throw the election his way. But now that their guy won, well, there's no curiosity at all about the irregularities that we've seen, about the, the, the spikes that come out of nowhere about how you know, Trump can have a, a 700,000 or 800,000 vote lead in Pennsylvania, and then in the overnight hours, oh, lo, lo and behold, Joe Biden has pulled ahead. And then you see all these voting irregularities. And, they, and thankfully, some of them are being looked into in all these different states, all these different stories, hundreds and hundreds of affidavits. And now there's no curiosity at all. To look into just, is it, you know what, there was no fraud at all. Baseless accusations. The president's lost his mind. It's just so easy to say that it never happened. You've got the Department of Homeland Security out there. The guy is saying, oh, the most cleanest, safest election ever. But it was just a year ago. When you had Elizabeth Warren and you had all these other Democrat senators very concerned about the vulnerability and the reliability of all these voting systems, why they wanted to ensure integrity in our election. Now we've had an election. Integrity is not a word that I would attach to it. 
but they're they're fine with it. I don't say, and I don't see the leader of the Democrat Party stepping up to say that he wants integrity in the election either. It's because Joe Biden is so used to fraud and corruption and skullduggery. They're fine. They're just fine with it. So don't tell me mainstream media, MSNBCs of the world, CNNs and all the rest of it, that there's nothing to see here. And there, there have been other documentaries. We talked about the PBS piece that ran just a week before the election. Talking about the flaws with Dominion and these voting machines. And when Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell and the Trump team has a press conference and they sit there and, and they document these things through affidavits and all the rest of it, when uh, the uh, Dominion executives are supposed to go to a hearing with the state legislature in the, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and instead they lawyer up and say, you know what, we're not going to show up. If, they, if, if their machines are so solid and performed so well during this past election, why are they not willing to talk about it? You know, Jason Williams was on with the, from the Inquirer sitting behind this microphone last night. And I, I got a lot of respect for that guy. What he, what, what he does is not easy. But even, even he was sitting there saying, dismissing this, saying it's time to move on, just accept the results. It's an easy way out. And that's the one thing Trump doesn't do. It doesn't take the easy way out. There's too many Republicans now who are, are not standing strong, willing to bail. Just let it go. Hey, look, when you get in trouble, when you get in trouble, if it's a civil matter, uh, like we run all the commercials about paying your back taxes, all that kind of stuff, if it's a legal matter, do you want to have the ability to be availed of all the rights do to you. Yes, you do. The Trump campaign has the right to challenge this election. It's not pretty. It's not ugly. I wish it didn't have to go down this way. But uh, the team Trump attorneys, and I know Rudy had a bad day in court. The, the, the way the judge wrote his opinion, tossing that case out pretty ugly, pretty damning. And, uh, the uh, the media will be dancing on the grave of that one on the Sunday shows coming up. You can you can just bet on it. So yeah, so does does the media have the ability? And this is why I've been saying this from the very beginning. They have the ability to look into this stuff. They simply choose not to do it. And that's another example, perfect example of the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. Two fifty two. We got to get to a break, but man, the phone lines are just on fire, and uh, we'll hit them again. On the other side of this, and I appreciate everyone and their patience who've been listening here to the Early Morning Outpost on 700 WLW. Are you trying to stay healthy and lose weight in what's become the new normal? Noom is here to help. Backed by science and psychology, Noom gives you the tools you need. Man, if you could have heard that conversation Chip and I were just having. <laughs> talking about what are the two grown men sitting here talking about grocery stores, for God's sake. What the hell's wrong with you? At least we're not sitting around talking about uh, doctor visits and ailments and stuff like that. 
I am not ready to go down that road. Heat wave in Arizona. Heat wave, you're on 700 WLW. Thanks for hanging on. Yeah, good morning, senor. How you doing, heat wave? Yeah. Oh, just hanging in there. Yes, sir. Tell you what, I am, I am getting so tired of listening to these idiots on the left screaming shut about how how righteous this vote was for Joe. You know, and it we all can see the irregularities. We can all see what's going on. But these, you know, and they telling us, hey, just get over it. Well, these are the same idiots that couldn't get over it for the last four years, wearing their vagina hats out there, getting naked and screaming at a building, uh, screaming bloody murder at the, uh, you remember that, that girl that yeah. she was oh, yeah. screaming, sure. no, no, no? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I, and then they're looting, breaking in buildings, you know, it, Tell you what, it almost makes me want to ask him, you know, since now Biden is going to be in office, uh, what number do I call to get all this free stuff that they got? (laughs) I'm going to end it with a a little Sunday funny. If I can find a place to pull off over here. Uh, Cowboy and his bride just got married, and they're going out to their honeymoon site. And on the way... The young lady sees these two cows copulating, and she's like, what are they doing? And the cowboy looks over there and looks at his bride and says, they're roping. So they're driving a few more miles down the road, and she sees two horses doing the same thing. And she asks him again, what are they doing? He says, they're roping. So they get to the motel, and he gets undressed, and she looks at him and says, my God, what is that? He says, this is my rope. What are those two things hanging down below it? He says, those are the knots of my rope. So she accepts that. And in the middle of copulating their, their wedding, their honeymoon, she looks at him and says, darling? She says, yes. She says, I need you to do me one thing. He says, whatever it is, I'll do it. She says, can you undo those knots? He says, why? She says, because I need more rope. (laughs) Oh, man. I saw it. I know. That was good. I saw that coming. That was pretty good, though. And I need more rope. All right. Let's see. uh, That gun it. We got got about two minutes here. And uh, Cliff's been hanging on for a while. Cliff, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty good. What's uh, going on, Cliff? Not much. Turn I your think, radio uh, down. Okay. Okay. I think they should open everything up. Yeah. Well, like New York. My, my, in New York City. Hey, Cliff, my screen says you're in Florida, and I think things are still open in Florida. Is that is that right? They didn't shut stuff down again, did they? No, everything's open. Uh, I'm not a bit afraid of catching that. Because I have a different attitude. I think when your time is up, you're going to go anyway. But I was in Korea, and that's the way I felt over there. And I got back all right. And uh, then I joined the Air Force, and I and I got the FAA. I was uh, in flight service for a while, and then air traffic, uh, air traffic controller. In New York. Well, it sounds like you've uh, you've given a lot of service to this country, so I want to thank you for that. Well, yeah, I retired in '81. Good for and, you! Uh, wow. 
But then I drove school bus for another 15 years. <laughs> I worked until I was 80. I'm 87 now. And like I say, I'm not a bit afraid of this virus. When my time is up, it'll be it. Well, Cliff, you know what? I think if uh, if more people had an attitude like you, I think this country would be in, in a lot better shape. So, Cliff, we got to get to news. But I want to thank you for uh, for your service and for your comments this morning. All right? Like one more thing, question. You can answer it after the news. Okay. Uh, when do these governors have to balance their budget? How many of them do? Uh, uh, don't governors have to balance their budget every year? Yeah, well, uh, I, that that's a good question. And uh, I'll have to maybe do some research on that. And uh, this will be a good time to do it because it's time for the news on the early morning outpost on 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. Try say COVID numbers remain high. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.